Welcome to the Album Club with your hosts, Chris, Will, Ben, and Jack. Gonna listen to an album and make our mind up, make our mind. Gonna talk for maybe an hour about what we think is actual sound. Discuss our thoughts and critiques and bands, but mainly hear some new ones. We're talking and tangents and talking another tangent. Who's trying to pick the sound that we'll talk about next week around, but mostly a fun time. Just friends and music. Buenos dias y bienvenidos al Album Club. I am formerly friend of the podcast, now host of the podcast, Ian Caballero. Allow me to invite you to step outside of yourself for an hour, sit back, relax, turn the volume up, re-relax, and let us podcast a spell on you, metaphorically speaking. I'm joined today by Chris Sunrise McDonald, Ben Bonfire White, and Jack, freak and geek, sizzle. Yeah. Hey, third Welcome. attempt to start recording. Let's go. <laughs> I I heard both freaks and geeks because during the crash, I heard Ben was called fire and I was called geeks, which is good. <laughs> yeah. For the listeners, my computer shat itself just as we were, we started the second attempt at this. So we're back. This is like a rerun. Third time's a charm. <laughs> It's great to have you on, Ian. It's been a yeah, long time I've been, coming. Yeah. I've been I've been listening and and kind of bantering along to you in my car, but no one's <laughs> been there to receive said banter, so it's nice to be received. <laughs> nice. And then when long you listen, long time caller, first time listener, <laughs> <laughs> one time emailer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then when you listen to this episode in your car, you can then banter with yourself. I'm going to be my hype man. It's like, you know, when, when rappers have that person that goes, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I went to France this week. That was fun. Yeah. Went to the work Amazing. headquarters for less than 48 hours. Quick visit, but it was good. Took a picture of a statue of a dong. The the statue had, <laughs> okay, there's like a statue outside the, the headquarters. Like, it's like a, I don't know, like 12 foot and... The statue honestly has like a one foot dong. <laughs> it's which huge. you left out of the Facebook picture. Yeah, um, that one's just for the personal collection. <laughs> Can I see that? I can't. Please? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll put Fantastic. it in the What is uh, it supposed uh, to be in the statue? Is that actually what it is? It's 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 supposed to be his dong. Oh, okay, his dong. brilliant. <laughs> so they 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 accurately represented what it was supposed to be. Yeah, there's no doubt in anyone's mind that this is a hefty dong. <laughs> this is a dong. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that's hefty. <laughs> oh, that's oh. a different picture than the one that I got. <laughs> How many did you take? I've got a whole collection. <laughs> no, I only took one picture of dong. Um, oh, was it just a zoom in of Dong that I received? Maybe. Um, but it is tradition for all employers on their first visit to stroke said Dong. So No, it's not. <laughs> they just told you that to take the piss. Maybe they made it tradition. There it's is no doomed. way. <laughs> Maybe. Did you, did you touch the Dong? Of course. Yeah, it's Chris, tradition. Uh, he touched, the, dong, he touched the butt. <laughs> he touched the, the butt. butt. <laughs> so, yeah. Dong, innit? Dong, innit? Well. Um, what what did you do in in France? Um, Apart from dong, <laughs> dong the city of romance stuff. Uh, I just saw the headquarters <laughs> of the L Acoustics. Uh, saw like the production facility, which was real cool. Um, 
went to an event that was 100% in French, of uh, which I speak 0%. <laughs> so that was, uh, was a great <laughs> use of my time. And um, yeah, just met loads of people that I'd only seen on video calls. So that was nice. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's nice. Um, and then on the way back, I was like, I have an hour before my train leaves. So I'm going to go find like a small little French pastry place and get something like unique and nice. So I found I found this place called Paul, which is Paul in all capitals. And I was like, okay, this looks great. And then got like this like long, thin pan au chocolat. I don't know what it was called. It's delicious. And then like a pretzel. Le Paul. And I was like, great, I found my <laughs> cute little French place. And then on the way back to the station, I saw two places called Paul. And <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. So I found like the French Greggs, essentially. Oh, um, no. But then what was the real kicker was when I got into St. Pancras at London, I saw Paul and I was like, oh, <laughs> it's you? not even French. No. <laughs> oh, so, um, Let me see if I recognize the, the logo. It's like... just Paul in like, I don't know, Ariel. <laughs> it's just Paul. It's not even a French sounding name. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just so funny. Like I, I, When I saw like two in France, I was like, well, at least it's like kind of French. And then seeing it is in it... London, I was like, it is that. It is. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> to be fair to you it does look very nondescript it does yeah. look like it would just be someone's like private cafe thing. kind of thing so. but this is also in covent garden <laughs> oh it's not even just a bank. <laughs> it's just worldwide i'm just i'm just dumb basically mr worldwide mr paul <laughs> i mean if in... you enjoyed your long pano chocolat mr long then then it's all good i think in baghdad apparently is There's it? a Paul in Baghdad. It's a culture. There's a Paul in Baghdad. <laughs> Paul Tor. Um, so that, was, that was my culture trip. I stroked dong and went to Paul. And, <laughs> and went to Paul. I hope there's no French people listening. <laughs> like, they're like, what is wrong with you? When I um, I applied for um, for a job with a popular circus-based um, French-speaking <laughs> uh, company... Well, the Mickey that, Mouse that tours provide some, yeah, that's the one. Provides entertainment <laughs> uh, in in a circus format, uh, and I and I wrote on my CV uh, very very capable in French without thinking that they all speak French. <laughs> Later in, in my day to day life, uh, I came across quite a few of these uh, people from this particular company. Um, one of which I had directly told I speak French. <laughs> they remembered. <laughs> oh no! And uh, and did you do you speak French? No. <laughs> <laughs> Un petit no. Po? We've all done it. Yeah. I mean, I haven't. But like, no, I, 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 I had it on my CV. I, I, I put all the languages I'm, I'm, I've got some sort of experience in. So I wrote fluent in Spanish, por favor. I wrote fluent <laughs> in English, fluent in English. No. Uh, I wrote <laughs> capable <laughs> in German and very capable in French. I don't know what possessed me to do it because I. I <laughs> I did it in GCSE and I did badly. That's, especially when and, you're listing your English there, which is like, is fluent. <laughs> like, yeah. But furthermore, I wrote capable in basic Japanese. Why? <laughs> why now, I can that? say sumimasen and I can say arigato. That's, that's oh. basic Japanese as far as I'm aware. Exactly. Like, I've seen James May's Man in Japan, and that's all he says throughout that entire show. So Exactly, yeah, yeah. Capable. It's very useful. 
Yeah, I would say if basic. If you shout loud enough, it's... anyone can understand you. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we had a friend who was like trying to get like online remote session work on various instruments. And and like you, the CV was already pretty good. Like they didn't need to fill it with lies to make it sound qualified. <laughs> but they did write fluent in Japanese. For some reason, oh, yeah. I just I just guess just because they watch anime sometimes and they're like, sure, I'll pull it off. Why not? It'll be fine. It's it's um, actually because they like her, this one pink guy song. That oh, is in that what it Japanese. was? Japanese? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. When yeah. um when I went to um I went to Venice with um fiance of host of the podcast Madeline, um, <laughs> and um I on the plane I said to her. I reckon I could probably speak Italian, you know? And <laughs> she was like, shut up. You can't speak Italian. Stop saying you can speak languages. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Madeline, I bet you money that I won't speak a word of English to, to, to the native Italian people this holiday. And she was like, yeah, go on then. Uh, and, and on the way back she was like angry because she was like i can't believe you did that i can't believe you like pulled off where did you learn italian ian and, and I, nice. I didn't tell her until afterwards that i was just speaking spanish with an italian <laughs> accent and they just kind of they understood what i was what i was saying and then i understood nice. what they were saying even though it was you know it was it was a different language both, they, both just, like similar like language every now and then i just went prego <laughs> Don't know what Hello, it means. Laura. Hello. <laughs> oh, what a what a ruse. What an absolute That's ruse. That's gold. I like that a lot. How much did you win? Oh, she doesn't she 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 makes bets, but she never um oh, she never okay. sees it through. So I, I won nothing. If anything, I, I lost lost her You've respect. Won an anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, send a Monzo uh invoice. <laughs> <laughs> With just, just Italian, but now. written with all accents on the on the letters. Like. <laughs> I was going to tell you about my life, but I, oh, yeah? I, I guess no. Oh, I guess tell I, us about your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's find out about, about Ian. Well, I just you know I I thought you know we would get to the point where we talk about our, our, our recent life, and and I made some some notes of things that I thought you might find interesting. And, and and one of them, I already kind of told Chris about this, is about my bath. And I know he really likes my bath. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so, it's been mentioned on this very podcast as well. It, we, couldn't, we couldn't remember, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I'm sure it would have been. Yeah, it okay. has been. Yeah. So it's not, it's not a long story. It's just, it's just kind of an excuse to bring the bath into, uh, into, into the, <laughs> I'm into all the for forefront. It. I'm all ears. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, I have a very small bath. Um, comically small um <laughs> so at some point chris and i were working a gig and we got back really late and chris was um delirious with lack of sleep but still found the energy to find my bath hilarious um and and it's it's a, it's, a, it's a you know it's a small bath it's a bath for a baby it's a bath it's a small bath and it, it just it came with the house and and we thought about removing it and putting a big bath in but um but we can't do that because a big bath doesn't fit in that room so that's what we've got. So anyway, um, I've recently taken to using that bath for taking baths, which is, <laughs> no. which is, it's, it's, it's really difficult to do uh, because uh, I, I'm a tall human being. Um, 
but Maddie was like, oh, it's all right. Yeah, it's not, you know, it's not the best, but it's all right. And I was like, well, you're a lot smaller than I am. Um, but I had a, I had a bad back and I thought for some reason, like curling up into, into, into hot water would be, would be the way to fix it. So, um, so I have, um, a, a tendency to, to, I think people, you know, they like candles when they get in the bath and, and I have a, a tendency to make dangerous candles because I like to live on the edge. So what I did is I combined three candles to make one mega candle by melting the wax to the point. This was whilst I was in the bath. So you can imagine like me sat in the bath playing with candles, like, like, like I'm mixing chemicals with test tubes. Um, so like I, I melted the wax enough so that I can pour it into another candle. And then I took a match and I stuck it into the wax and because the match has a like phosphorusy kind of material on it so that it like burns when you light it. Mm -hmm. It's quite flammable. And so I put that in the wax so that when the wax melted sufficiently, the candle went off like a, like a, like a, like a fire, like fireworks. Um, but, but, but I didn't stop that because I had three candles. I put, I put all my dead matches, which I kept in a, in, in like, in this like jar. I put them all in there as well. So anyway, um, there was an uncontrollable, there was an uncontrollable fire in, in my tiny bath. And, and I tried to, I tried to put it out with water, but it was so strong the oxygen in the water made it stronger. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. It like it, it, I, I tried. I, th I I I used water. I scooped some water up with my hand and I poured it into the candle, and it wouldn't. It wouldn't go out. The flame just got big. So <laughs> so then I've got an uncontrollable candle which I'm holding. And I can't put it out without like dunking it in the bath that I'm in. But I didn't want to do that. So I, I got out the tiny bath. And also there's no room for me and the candle in that bath. So I got out the tiny bath and I put it down next to the blinds. And, and I scorched the blinds. And <laughs> I finally put it out by um, grabbing Stumping my towel. On it. I put, well, basically, I put my towel over it to try and oxygen starve it. Because I remember that time in in uh, science in school when they showed us how to do that um and and yeah so now there's a big um this scorch mark on my on my blinds um and i'm just you know we're just living with it and like i've not really mentioned it to maddie she's not said anything but she knows that i, I like to play with fire <laughs> and that's how i met your mother <laughs> fire in the bath wow um yeah fantastic it was a real emergency like i panicked oh, oh, no. i would too Got a candle here, in fact. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> For the listeners at home, it is it is a singular candle. It's, it's a very candle. safe candle. For now. To my knowledge, is not in a bath right now. The camera is only showing the top half of his body, but mm -hmm. um, no, no, we're good. The drapes look fine behind him. So, yeah. well, thanks for a bath update. I've been I've not had one for a while. <laughs> bath update. <laughs> Is that a new section a for the podcast? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ian's bath update. Which none of us have baths. I've got none baths. of the rest of us have I've got baths. Baths. Oh, Do you have a bath? Yeah. Oh, I'm jealous. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. Is oh, it a full-size bath? Uh, yeah, I can I can almost lie down in it, which is pretty, pretty nice. Wild. But I don't so have I do three candles six yet. Candles. So. Yeah. I, I could, could try and like squish in my shower. Like I could try and like tape in the <laughs> the edges of my shower and see if that would work. Like 
<laughs> Build little walls up there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sandbags. <laughs> For Christmas, Maddie bought me a candle making kit. Nice. In an nice. effort to make it safer and more regulated? Or <laughs> or an effort to extend the Just candles. encourage the chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a great gift, whatever the reason, I approve. <laughs> so I've written a um, an essay about Childish Gambino um, <laughs> oh, in order to introduce him. It's not; it's a quick one, but it's it's another. It's going to be another point in the podcast where I'm reading, uh, so the tone of my voice might change slightly. Okay. Childish Gambino is a human being, and like most <laughs> of us, he has a face. However, unlike most of us, he has many of these faces. Some of them he uses for writing scripted content for televised audiences. Some of them he uses to dramatically and comedically interpret scripted content for TV and movie audiences. Other of his faces he uses for the <laughs> he uses for the direction of dramatic or comedic interpreters. So that's four faces. That's four faces uh, yeah, thus far. Faces. That's fine. Some, of, <laughs> some of them he uses to produce works of audiovisual art. So that's more According to Wikipedia, <laughs> Childish Gambino is a man who makes music. I can verify <laughs> this is true, for I have heard the music. <laughs> we're, we're, like, we're like halfway through the essay. <laughs> oh, yes, let's go. Fantastic. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. I wrote this, I actually, I wrote this as a voice memo whilst I was driving. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to transcribe it. Childish Gambino was not always Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino was born Donald Glover as a child. Childish Gambino used the internet to find the name Childish Gambino and called himself Childish Gambino for artistic reasons. You could almost say it was because of the internet. Childish Gambino is a multi-award winning actor and musician, I assume. Childish Gambino is middle-aged. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is relevant. He has been doing creative endeavours for a long time, but to the ants of Middle-earth who dwell in the woods of Fangorn, it is but a mere drop in the sea of tranquility that is their life. <laughs> <laughs> so i've been reading i've been reading lord of the rings quite a lot nice and uh and one side note is that i've actually been dropping lord of the rings quotes into my lectures um nice uh, and um it's it's things like um uh like when bilbo says like not all of those who wander are lost like i, I chuck that kind of stuff in there for motivational purposes so anyway oh my god Thanks for the. Um, oh, there's more. Hey, here. Yeah, sorry. He, oh, sorry. But what was I? But to the ancient Middle Earth who dwell within the woods of Fangorn, he is but a mere drop in the sea of tranquility that is their lives. Childish Gambino is a three-dimensional human who, <laughs> <laughs> who in, who's. <laughs> I'd like to say I was drinking when I wrote this, but I was driving. <laughs> Childish Gambino is a three-dimensional human. <laughs> whose intentions... <laughs> whose intentions... <laughs> okay, hold on. Childish Gambino is a three-dimensional human whose intentions are not clear... 
<laughs> okay, here we go. Childish Gambino. <laughs> You're going to have to edit out all this laughing. <laughs> okay, going back. Okay, I can read my own essay. That's fine. Childish Gambino is a three-dimensional human whose intentions are not clear. There is one thing we can say for sure about him, and that is that he wrote the album Camp in 2011 and subsequently released a deluxe edition. Childish Gambino has a meaning. Childish means immature or childlike. Gambino could mean anything, but I'm not sure what those things are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for that <laughs> intro. Um, just Thank as you. a note, um, we decided we'd do like artist introductions a bit ago, but we'd just forgotten. And then I was like, oh, I'll just get oh, Ian yeah. to do it. So that's the first one we've ever done. And oh, I think nice. that'll be the last because yeah. we're never going to top that. <laughs> <laughs> So like this one time when I was, um, we were like, you know, when everyone was doing Zoom stuff mm-hmm. and like um, we were having like a, like Zoom parties with friends and stuff. And like um, someone suggested we did like a Zoom cook off where like we all cook mm-hmm. along to like a meal that someone decides. And I did the first one. And so I made it really awkward <laughs> for everyone because I was running OBS um, with four cameras, uh, one over the cook, <laughs> like the cooker um like one which was like a like a piece to camera camera and another one which could track me i was i had like motion um controllers for for for, for the tracking one I had buttons to change the um the different uh, scenes and i had a uh, a holding slide and a pdf that i sent out to everyone with like my face on it which was like cut out and like a quote saying let's get cooking and <laughs> uh, and and i made it really awkward because I, I think it was really good but no one ever wanted to do one again because <laughs> like, no one's putting that much effort yeah, you put in <laughs> way too much effort and then no one's like well we can't top it. it so um i guess that's the challenge though you have to go so far in a different direction yeah it can then follow it to get beyond it yeah Mm-hmm. So you have to do like maximum Vine level media content to follow that or something. <laughs> nah, just live your life. Do you want? Do you want? Um, so what did we think of the album Camp by Childish Gambino? I liked it. You liked it? He likes it. He likes it. Had you all listened to it before? No. I'd listened to the first three or four tracks and Freaks and Geeks and that was it. Yeah, I don't reckon I'd heard it before. I'd not heard any no, of it. Possibly any of it. Maybe Bonfire. Yeah, I'd heard Maybe Bonfire Freaks as and well. Geeks. Yeah. But no, I don't think I heard it before. I also haven't heard that much Childish Gambino at all. I'd heard like oh, Redbone, because, you know. Yeah, uh, unavoidable. And then like, uh, this, this Is America, is that what it's called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's about it. But I listened to this album, Camp, a few times. And uh, most of because of the internet. Mm. But then oh, I nice. realized I hadn't downloaded the album and I went underwater in a Eurostar. So, uh, oh, no. I lost, <laughs> I lost all ca- capabilities of hearing the second half of the album. Oh, but, no. <laughs> so you, you've, you've, learned, you've listened to just enough to kind of pick up on the fact that his musical style varies quite mm. dramatically, drastically from, from mm. album to album. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. No, I, I I listened to Camp and I enjoyed, mm-hmm. and it's good. Good pick. Mm-hmm. I picked it actually because I'm not so sure about it. I I like it, um, 
but I, I thought it'd be interesting to hear what you have to say about it because it's not mm. black and white good in my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so like my first critique of this album is that Freaks and Geeks is the song that got me into Childish Gambino into Childish Gambino. Yeah. Because time. of the high quality of rapping and excellent lyrical content. However, mm. interestingly, it also doesn't really have a chorus. And yeah. I mean, it, it's got like a hook, but it's not got a chorus. And a lot of the songs in camp do have a chorus and they have a very early 2000s vibe kind of chorus to them, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure they like help the music i almost feel like if all the songs were like freaks and geeks where like it's just him rapping to a sick beat it would be better so for example like um outside the first one which i think's got like a sort of choral Mm -hmm. kind of hook outside just do without it outside yeah perfect rendition yeah, I like know, it's I, cool I, that was but... one of my favorite ones like i think that was one of my one yeah. of the better choruses in in my yeah head. that that was a very instant hook one for me because as as noted on past episodes rap ain't normally my thing but yeah when it's got the hooks that's kind of what worked for me okay. also like so like the the first hook and uh, da, 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 um, that was like okay I think I'm gonna like this and I think the hooks for me are what actually drew me liking it so I think we like the album for opposite reasons I think you might be right mm. I I I not not to say I don't enjoy those said mm. hooks I just feel like if you ever listen to like Eminem and like Eminem's like just like singing along to his music but like he's singing not <laughs> rapping. You just yeah. think like, well, it, this song could just do without that. Like, it, I don't need to hear Eminem quote unquote sing. Um, and this isn't the same. This isn't the same. This is very well done. Um, I just really like the rap that comes out of of 2011 Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but like as a note, like I did actually enjoy the rap quite a lot in this in this album, oh, like because his flow is ridiculous and yeah but there's a lot of repeated flows was my um like i've got two criticisms um which doesn't like which by far aren't big ones but they still were criticisms in my head the first one was that a lot of the songs felt like he was just repeating the same like cadence and like effect for the rap so like say a, a statement and then a punchline, and then go to the next line. You mean and like he, that's? He says like a he says like a a, a a a line, and then he says a word that a word co- yeah correlates to, to that line. That line. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He does which that is across the whole album, and like I don't know, I could have done with a break from it. Just, not not in a bad way, but just in a like it made his yeah r- rap style seem seem quite like similar throughout. Which... So I, but you don't need a break from it if he's never going to rap like that again. Because to be fair, he never raps like this again. Yeah, that's fair. 
Yeah. I mean, no, you and can you can have what you want. Yeah, I'm not saying you don't need it, but yeah, like, you can yeah. you can have it if you want it. <laughs> but the, the, there are moments like <laughs> on like um, 3005 and Sweatpants has kind of that like I thought statement so, punchline yeah. thingy. Um, I also again, thought that's like, just I mean, a symptom of of rap at that time a little bit. Yeah, like the punchline yeah. thing, and that's clearly what he's going for. Mm. Um, I I'm. I'm with you though. I I would like. There's a lot of times when I want him to actually dive into one of the topics more. Like he he's doing some something and he says this and I'm like exactly I was wondering that oh, yeah tell me about that and he's like oh here's a dumb joke and then he moves on. <laughs> I'm like yeah cool. I get that that's exactly what you're trying to do. But for a second, I was really intrigued. <laughs> I don't want. And also expand, why but... is why is his cell phone coming first? That line because, I don't know. Me. I come first on the cell phone. It's like <laughs> yeah, iPhone. Like, yeah. iPhone. Oh, because it's I. It's my I comes oh. first, like my I, like my cell phone. It's an iPhone. This is what I, I mean, though. This is the one thing I like about Charles Gambino more than a lot of other rappers is that there are more layers to a lot of his puns than most. Uh, admittedly, that is a single layer. Like you get to that point and then that's it. Mm. No, there's two layers there, I reckon. Maybe it's not like layers, but it's yeah. maybe like meanings yeah. or explanations or yeah, me, yeah, like, meanings. Is probably the I, I mean, my that. my intent was in the the sexy times, but like that's that's <laughs> not. Yeah, so yeah. well, that's, that's why it's a pun, I guess. Uh, so there's yeah, the sexy sure. times. There's the I come first, as in like I'm more important, which he does yeah. make a joke early. I think there's another one which like the like this do re me. Do re is the only thing before me. Comes before is another me, time. Yeah. yeah, it comes before me. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, and 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 um. And then there's the, the the iPhone joke, so it's kind of like three in one. Yeah, fair. Huh. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah I'm may, maybe taking a lot of them at two face value. Then I don't know. I think um, I think that distinction we just made is important. I think like layers. No, often is my review like of his punchlines, but like yeah. multiple meanings. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think that's he's what doing I meant, like yeah. multi multi kind of tiered horizontally puns but not necessarily layers um yeah. i didn't um i didn't like make any opening statements because i don't i don't see the point in just like criticizing albums but i didn't like it mm. at all um <laughs> and that's what i did i didn't i couldn't i don't know i only did listen to it the once and i wasn't sure if i just missed the point um but one of the things was that like is this i guess my question is like is there some like concepts and characters because it sounds quite scattered to me but it's maybe that i'm just missing some concepts and also um the characters feel like really not likable a lot of the time like like all the dick jokes that we just said and i'm like if this was a real person i would not listen to you for an hour <laughs> like do you know what i mean <laughs> and and i would certainly try and help or do something i wouldn't just hear you out and if they were jumping around that i don't know i found it and i don't know if that's like I say, I think that's just his intention is to be super like one liner, punchy, straight in. And I think like you guys have said, his flow is really fun. And like sonically, it's really cool. But mm. um, if I was hearing the lyrics, I was always like, hmm, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Like it's a lot of fun and some of the jokes are really fun and all of that. But I'm like, is there an extra layer that I'm missing? If we're talking about layers and stuff. I think it just comes across that he's a bit self-conscious. At this point I think that as well, yeah. Yeah. Like it is self-conscious world. and it's but it's like so um like aggressively self-conscious almost. Like he's trying yeah. to like 
but he's, he doesn't seem in, in moments he seems kind of like self-aware and educated mm. and smart and then he's like slamming himself for being those things and then there's like maybe half a moment where he says that's why he's successful um and then i'm like yeah. but do you yeah. feel successful though i'm really confused like mm. i don't know so i i mean i think that to some extent um he he is doing a persona but it that persona is also him um yeah yeah so like he he's definitely from what i've seen and i don't you know i don't know the guy but like he's not necessarily like this in other medias um yeah like I've seen some interviews with him and he's, you know, he, he, that's not how he talks, you know? Uh, And it's, I think to some extent it's a character, but also he's saying stuff about his life and that's super clear because like, um, what's the song in, um, uh, is it that power when he has a monologue at the end? I think it's the last track. I think it's the last track. Yeah. Spoken. Uh, Yeah. That power. I really liked that. That was good. Yeah, I yeah. enjoyed that. So, yeah. but the, but then that that's him. Sounds like he's talking like him, rather than. Mm. I mean, obviously he's not rapping there, but it does it. It's yeah. a, it sounds like a different person to me. It's def yeah. That's one of the like, things that he's I was turned like, it is off. There a concept I'm missing or something. Because mm. so, I, I didn't manage to relate that to the rest of the album, and it maybe, does seem a bit out of the blue. Like no one asked for this uh, <laughs> for this particular I, I, story. That was honestly that was one of my favorite parts. <laughs> I thought that was one of the more compelling moments, and I was really intrigued. And I thought it was phrased really interestingly. Mm. Um, yeah, and I and I cared about those characters a lot mm. more than most of the other characters. Yeah, throughout the album. Mm. Um, but I, my... I think it is just that he is finding his fate. I mean, this is his first yeah. album, mm-hmm. um, uh-huh. and it's clear that he is going through some personal stuff that like maybe he hasn't had the like place to say about in this way because it's clear that he's like been bullied for who he is Mm. and it seems like a pretty good like that he's maybe overstepped the like addressing it to like be too overconfident about it and then seem cocky and be like well you can call me what you want but also eat my dick I guess (laughs) Like yeah. it's kind of it's kind of like I mean that sounds like a crass way of putting it, but I think that is literally how he phrased it on like yeah I think he did numerous occasions <laughs> like um, yeah and I guess that like misogyny stuff is some of the bit that I found like I was like what is what is going on here like because it's super extreme mm. and it's like I don't know and then in one like breath he's saying he's not real black and he's not real hip hop and then. He's taken like one of the worst parts of like quote unquote real hip hop in terms of like yeah. the attitude towards women and stuff. And then just like yeah. blowing that up. So, so extreme yeah. Um, that I'm like, I don't like, this has got to be a character. But again, um, is that just proven that he's like, not gay? Like, yeah, as it's like really, simple that? as that seems, but I, I don't I don't wish to be quoted on this, but I'm sure I read that he's not seriously like that. I, I'm sure yeah. somewhere yeah. or maybe it was an interview that yeah. I saw that he was saying that I mean I can't I can't quote my source, but I'm sure I, I heard or read that mm. he was playing a character to some extent. Yeah. But mm. but the thing is it's not it it can't be that to that much of an extent because he's it's always talking line, about himself. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um we've kind of um touched on 
my questions, but maybe I should sort of formally ask one of my questions. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to go for the second question that I asked just because it's more topical right now. Um, I, I asked, this album is a great example of what hip hop was like in 2011. How do you personally define this era of music? Um, and, and the reason I kind of asked this question as well is because I, I really think that this is like Jack was saying, this is his first album and he's quite, um, he's clearly quite new to it and he's finding his feet and he's definitely mimicking a lot of what's going on around him whilst trying to do something original as most artists are in any given time. Um, so like I hear a lot of like, um, like a lot of like graduations, Kanye West graduation in this. Mm. And um, there's a lot of like. Eminem recovery. I was just about to say Eminem. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of that kind of um, sound uh, to, to this. And and yeah, just I just wonder what you, what how you see that. Because I, I said Eminem because I was just looking up when in the time frame of Eminem this happens. Um, and it's in the gap between recovery and Marshall Mathers LP2 mm. which is when I stopped caring so much about Eminem mm. I think yeah um, Eminem's an interesting example because recovery is awesome and then I just I think the three years gap happened and I cared less <laughs> um and I'm not sure why but like I think sometimes it's a timing thing I think that's why I didn't get so struck by some of this maybe it's I was just, I'm sure if I'd heard it at the time would be different maybe um mm. to go on like some of those like misogyny and extremist things i was thinking about like around that time danny brown was doing triple x and tyler the creator was doing something i'm sure um yeah. and they're like interesting comparisons and maybe death grips but i'm not familiar with death, Grip, death grips so i can't really speak on that um like there was some stuff like that going on um mm. and it's just i wonder if that's like where that's coming from it's a reflection of like trying to combine like a classic, like I came from nothing, now I'm here with kind of like shock for shock's sake stuff. Like I really like Triple X by Danny Brown. I think that's a lot of fun. Mm. And a lot of Tyler stuff is really fun. Yeah, Tyler um, had just released Goblin. Um, yeah, I guess that's the kind of era that I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, where it's so, I guess Tyler's a wild one if you look at like him and Gambino and where they've both come to. Yeah, for sure. Like that's a big, yeah, yeah, big yeah. journey in both... Yeah. Um, in both sides and uh, again just saying. to just to follow your thought um money store the first um death grip cp came out 2012 as well which has um get got on it mm. yeah and the other i guess another main one was kanye like the, the kanye influence is is so unreasonably really, like really Ian said it's so so there isn't it so so and this like, is that's just after but this has got to be like that just after time, Dark right? Twisted Fantasy. It's like yeah. this. Dark Twisted Fantasy was 2010, was it? Is that correct? I don't know, but it sounds about about right, doesn't it? And there was a lot of like, yeah. I thought there was a lot of like production choices that felt Dark Fantasy as well. Like There's some of the one distortions song particularly that I was like, like that. this is just a. Yeah. I can't remember which, um, which is one of the songs. So the, the drums. Uh, I think it's Backpackers at the start of Backpackers. I was like, this yeah. is on Dark Twisted Fantasy, basically. And it's called Backpackers, oh, heart, which is also fun. Well. Like, heartbeat. Backpackers. Heartbeat sounded more like 808s, I guess. 
Yeah. I thought the drums uh, and the piano in Outside was also very Kanye. Very Dark Twisted Fantasy. Mm, Uh, Yeah, the like bombast of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole like yeah, yeah, the whole large scale of it all was something and the gospel, that I didn't expect, which was really cool. Yeah, this this was um, to some extent not necessarily uh, Mr. Gambino's uh, doing, but in fact the uh, producer who was. Yeah. Um, do anyone know? Does anyone know who the producer was? He's the guy that did um, Black Panther and still yeah. does stuff with him. So Ludwig Gornensen. Because he references in one of the beats, he's like, hey, listen to this shit, it's by Ludwig. I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> also doing soundtracks for Mandalorian and this is what the moment. Oh, this so is a really, really cool human being. Hmm. Senor Ludwig. Um <laughs> and um yeah, just like a, if you if you look at the uh the the list of works that, that uh, he's been involved in, it's loads of really cool stuff. Oh, and the soundtrack yeah. to Tenet as well, the latest Nolan film. Oh, which nice. Is such a mm. whopper of a soundtrack. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's great. He's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Watching like him do music interviews is insane. One thing that felt not of the time, especially to me, um, from like, I guess, I, so I wasn't into hip hop at the time, so I don't know loads and loads about what was going on, but like, retrospectively, it wasn't mega normal for people do, to do like their own choirs and live instrumentation and stuff like that i guess fantasy has a bit of that the kind of album but like outside of that that's pretty um like that's different right yeah Um, yeah yeah it's it's definitely um doesn't have any features uh in terms of like other rappers which is which is strange very strange for for a hip-hop that's true yeah um and it doesn't and uh, yeah like you say it doesn't it doesn't have samples or at least it doesn't have any obvious samples that i can see yeah in the super traditional way yeah which yeah that was the thing that really surprised me and interested me about yeah musically it was a lot more i guess bold and varied than i expected which was really cool shout out to that yeah 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 yeah. like none of the beats felt super similar which was nice Mm. like what were your thoughts, Chris? <laughs> on the hip-hop, like, in 2011? Tell me more. I have no idea, because I have, like, <laughs> no, like, knowledge of this genre, yeah. essentially. I guess the other thing is the R&B, which I know less about, but, mm. like, his his vocal hooks are super-duper. There's a few, like, Frank Ocean-y moments, I thought, but, like, particularly more, mm. like, the falsetto-y stuff was, like, really what I imagine R&B was doing at that time mm. in America when I wasn't aware yeah. of it. Yeah, because um, when, when this came out, I guess I was like listening to Fleet Foxes, which is not the same <laughs> yeah. at all. So Excellent. Um, yeah, I can't really add anything that's not being said, unfortunately. So I, I didn't listen to this when this came out, but I was listening to Kanye and that kind of music at the time. Um, and, and I've, I've since then, I've always kind of felt, and I, I've been into, into hip hop for, for a long time, not exclusively, but it's just one of the genres I enjoy. Um, and, and, um, and I've, I've kind of not really realized it until you asked me to choose an album in order to be allowed into the club. Um, <laughs> and, and I realized that I, I said, I really want to, I really want to choose hip hop because I didn't think you'd done enough. Although you did one last week, didn't you? <laughs> so, yeah, but, uh, but. But I thought, you know, that'd be really cool to add. 
Um, but then it turns out that, and I also and I also wanted to do an old album. So this is kind of old, not really, but it's, I wanted to do an older album because I had a conversation with Jack on on the drive yeah. back from London this one time that, yeah. like you were saying, Jack, that you'd not really listened to anything that has any right. kind of poor recording quality or like no, you, yeah, I just I just don't like doing it other than novels. Like, and then novels, so, which is just yeah, <laughs> I, I, which I completely contradict myself. But, yeah. So like, I really wanted to like. I, at first, I went for like "Ready to Die" by Biggie, oh, uh, and then I was oh. going for like um, like Wu Tang Clan, uh, uh, Sugar Hill Gang. I went for some Outcast. Yeah. I listened to Twister, um, and <laughs> and and these are all really like great musicians with some really great songs. However, unanimously like in my opinion and this is just my opinion as like none of them even the ones that have like critically acclaimed albums i just couldn't get down with the album enough to like give them my seal of approval um because i think hip-hop's just taken a while to put out albums that have what camp has which i think is like a certain level of continuity and I think often mm. I I don't really know what I'm saying, but like, um, like we're ready to die, for example. No, 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 life after death is 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 the second album, which I um, st- um, strangely was or re really was released after, um, Notorious yeah. B.I.G. got shot, um, and mm. and um, I, I, the, the the album's like got some really cool tracks, but it's also just got some tracks which are just like. I just find extremely offensive or like, I just don't enjoy because of the, because of the content. Uh, and, and it's not like, it's just not enjoyable. Um, and it's like two have, hours long for the reason. I, I am. Well. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I think ready to die is a lot more, co- more cohesive and a lot better. And I, I don't know about the time frame, but maybe he just hadn't finished the second one and they padded it out. I don't know. But yeah, I do know what you mean about hip hop albums. Not, needing to be albums sometimes they're just a collection of songs or yeah and it's kind of later when they started getting really good albums yeah like Kanye's done i mean going back to Kanye because i think he's he's done a really good job at like creating cohesive pieces of work absolutely um even even Kanye that's got some issues like um if you've ever heard workout plan by by Kanye it's just the worst song i've ever heard um, <laughs> and, it, and it like sticks out in that record as well yeah it? it's like just, what, just doesn't what are fit. we doing here like, now what's you, going on <laughs> i was learning about you and now yeah but yeah yeah that's a unrelated point yeah i mean i feel feel similar about grime like i really really like grime in a singular form but i have never been asked about any albums like Stormzy's released a couple now and I could not care. Like I love Stormzy. <laughs> I think he's he's incredible, but like I think he loses his finesse when he tries to make more than two tracks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I don't know Stormzy, but maybe that's general consensus of someone of that scale. Maybe I don't know, but people people like the album and people really liked it, that Skepta album. Um kamikaze i think but like i was just like i don't need to listen to a full album of you i get so much from these singles that are like of the time and like fresh and yeah yeah yeah. whereas like i think this style of rap suits albums more but like you said has obviously taken time to get to that point as well to like the anthemic stuff like 
Kanye. I think it's structure though. I I like could draw a lot of parallels between Ready to Die and College Dropout. To me, Fair. they they're quite um similar in the way that they work as albums sometimes. Like conceptually, they're both really like strongly exploring someone's like mm. mental state at a certain time. Which I guess mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily constitute like concept album, but it feels cohesive in a way and it's like they're exploring like their attitude towards, I don't know money or fear mm. or power yeah. or girls like on separate tracks mm. they're exploring like maybe similar kind of things from different angles and and then i'm like hooked to hear what is the next track what is the next thing you're going to explore and give me your perspective on like are you going to tell me what you think of i don't know religion or something mm. um yeah. and i find that really engaging and i think that rap is a really good medium for that kind of album so it's kind of weird that it that there's not loads of like pre-2000 examples that we're coming up with. I think there is a load more, but I'm not going to list them. But they're, like, they're like, there are some really great it? albums. It's just, I think it's just the fact that w- within a great album, there's like a couple of songs that are just like, oh, I don't really want to, <laughs> don't really want to yeah, say that yeah, I like yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. can I ask my, my second question? Oh, of course you can. Of course. So, uh... Childish Gambino has some pretty clever lines. What was your fave? Or... How much attention did you pay to the lyrics at all? Because I know um, uh, famously in the album club, you're uh, divided about whether or not you pay attention to lyrics. Because I listen to the show. Look at you. I do. <laughs> He's a real fan. Fan over her. Go on, Chris. Um, I have three, which they're not deep in any regard. They just made me laugh and I wanted to point them all out. <laughs> uh-huh. So uh-huh. in All the Shine, uh, there's a lyric that says, I ain't like Mumford, I ain't trying to have sons, which was like, oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then in Les or Less or however you want to say that, um, when he's talking about some some girl's tattoo, he says that ain't ironic. I like the Rugrats. And I forgot to note down which song this was in. But nice little lost reference of Black Rock, like a fucking lost episode. It's like cool. We got lost in there as well um but yeah again um, none of them are deep in any regard what was the um i that's i didn't catch that lost reference but i, yeah, I didn't either, at the yeah. end of um at the end of uh you see me he says wait am i the only one you're sleeping with and then there's like a brass like a synth brass swell that's like <laughs> ominous in a lost kind of way and i was i was howling i was like the idea that he's like talking about that and then it's like dramatic oh dear like essentially it's gone dun, 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 the song after that line and then i guess if he's watched yeah if he's yeah. referencing lost then i'm sure he's done that on purpose yeah the black funny. rock is uh the ship that was like thrown in the middle of a jungle uh and then mm-hmm. that's all i'll say because jack hasn't still yet to watch more lost because he sucks. <laughs> i know where, where did you where yeah. did you stop uh mid-season like, finale season. of season four Oh my god! Mid season finale of season, four. like halfway <laughs> through an episode, is what we're. No, it was like okay. it was like the bit when like. Oh, is it like a, like a mid season break? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. What it's you mean. like episode yeah. eight of sixteen or something. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then Jack sucks. So. Um... And then Ian hired me. <laughs> oh, is that, is that what happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hired oh, him again, so excuse. that's. <laughs> Will it cancel out and he'll watch Lost now? I oh don't know shit, how... maybe, maybe. Ben, do you, do you have tracks? Do you have, do you have lines? Uh, I, I, I am, 
it ties into my like being intrigued as to like whether there's a concept and stuff but there was a few where like he just like links it back to the idea of summer camp yeah mm. and kept like teasing at the idea it was going to all be related and be a story mm. and there was points which maybe it, it was a story and like he was talking about writing a letter to a girl and then there was a song about a relationship with a girl not going very well and then he basically talks about banging Asians for the rest of the album. Um, but, um, there was, what was he saying? In um, Sunrise, I like the ti- song title Sunrise. I like a song, yeah. the hook was like, while they're sleeping, I'm onto the new shit. And then the song's mm-hmm. called Sunrise. So it's like him revealing like his work that's going to blow everyone's mind. And I thought that was a fun image, especially if we're like on an album loosely linked to camping. There's something fun about, yeah. about that. Hmm. Um, and maybe there's a personality or like growth or I don't know, maybe he's been bullied that day and then he's like, while they're sleeping, I'm going to get really cool. Or <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the manifestation is of that, um, but it might not just be music. And I, I don't know, I'm almost definitely reading too much into it. Um, but yeah, go on, Jack. In a complete side statement, you can kiss my ass, human centipede. <laughs> um <laughs> And also, um, I thought, well, the moment that I became like hooked on the existence of Gambino was the um, the line in Freaks and Geeks, E.E. coming on her face. Now that's poetry in motion, <laughs> which is horrendous, but so funny. <laughs> like, it's so good. Yeah, I, um, I think that pretty much all the lines in Freaks and Geeks are golden. <laughs> yeah, they really are. Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, like yeah and i i was amazed that i still knew far too much of it like yeah i can i can rap well. along to that song yeah not that yeah. i should <laughs> yeah <laughs> if no, gambino yeah. is not black enough are we <laughs> <laughs> um i mine is from freaks and geeks as well and i, I was i was thinking of a, a less uh vulgar one but since you said yours jack <laughs> yeah um, so i like um for a reason um i like an elephant never forgets so my dick remembers everything and i think that's funny <laughs> because i'm not sure if he meant to do this but that's a fallacy like fall- phallic no <laughs> a phallic is in the elephants no so a fallacy uh, according to like- hold on <laughs> according to google a fallacy is reasoning that is logically incorrect Okay. So he's made a statement that doesn't logically make sense, but he's implying that his elephant is no his no he's not got a big <laughs> elephant. He's got a he's got a he's got a big dick. <laughs> Which happens to be I an agree that it makes maybe. no sense. Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> so that's a logical fallacy. <laughs> and 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 fallacy sounds like Oh, fallacy. okay. I yeah. see. But I, I don't that's think he did incredible. that on purpose. <laughs> No, <laughs> this should be like the read too much into a lyric club. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like we could like actively make a podcast episode where we just misinterpret in plausible ways for a whole hour. Oh like, shit! A, I think that would the be a monopoly grows. Play, yes, please. Thank you. That'd be a challenge. <laughs> the words club coming at you next week. <laughs> There's also um, quite a few lyrics that i had to google because he makes so many cultural references yeah, to either sure. like americans or like tv because there's a lot of tv references because mm-hmm. he i think one of his hang-ups is that he's he's an actor or slash writer and yeah, he's yeah, rapping yeah. now 
so like he says like took the g out your waffle all you got left is your ego and i was like what yeah. does that mean but that's like a brand isn't it in america oh okay Fair. there's a this the g out your waffle <laughs> or you got left is your ego there's a there's a, i think it's like ego is it or is it ego with two g's ego, oh, ego waffles is a brand ego is ego waffles. Yeah. oh, oh stranger things ah. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, I know it, know it from an excellent Tyler creator video where he wakes, makes waffles. Um, would recommend if you want to learn how nice. to make waffles. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, it's not music related at all. It's just Tyler creator making waffles. I'm <laughs> flirting, I guess, and then it all goes to chaos at the end. I think I can't remember. This is sketch, <laughs> really. <laughs> excellent content. You're welcome, audience. Yeah, he, um, he is smart for the most part, though. Just crude for a lot of it but yeah I, I mean it does take skill i'm the sort that, of person that very much enjoys crude jokes so i'm fine with it like yeah i think it is taste yeah. isn't it i think that's that's one yeah. of the things that i struggled with on the listen it's like some of the lines you guys have just mentioned were like some of my least favorite moments <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's not to say that they're not good and that's what i'm saying this is exactly exactly what he's trying to do yeah, uh, which yeah. is which is why I think it was an excellent choice. <laughs> it's like a discussion album. <laughs> yeah, um, but like, do you know what I mean? It's like really understandable that someone would enjoy or someone would not like yeah, in equal absolutely. doses. Yeah, a lot sure. of the stuff. I just don't care if he's into Asian people or not. I'm just not. <laughs> I'm not invested. I'm just not invested in that narrative. I, it feels yeah. like maybe at the time that was more of a thing maybe it I don't maybe know. was maybe it it's maybe just something that's something. going on in his life and i guess if yeah. there's like a through line of like him and his race there's gonna be yeah. some more weight to other race mm. comments i guess um the like will smith line was interesting i can't remember what it was like will smith's always opposite a latino yeah, um, yeah. he had a couple of will smith never lines, strangely at all um <laughs> But that's that's an interesting statement, I guess. He, he said he said he said something about um, I won't like something like I won't stop until people say, is it James Franco is the white oh, Donald yeah. Glover? Is that a fit? Is does he get compared to James Franco a lot? Is I don't that... know. I don't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> if he just made that up, he just wants Might to just be compared a... to James Franco. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is it was it James Franco or have I it just was, said that? It was yeah yeah it was because yeah, yeah, I remember being like what. Chris, but he also um, he also mentions Will Smith twice in this album. He does, yeah. I don't, I don't remember. Like that, and then new Will Smith, that's Jaden. Oh yeah, 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 oh. yeah. Will Smith, well, I've actually got an answer. I've decided just now. Yeah, um, Will Smith is a TV star rapper. That's the answer. Yes, that, that's one yeah. of the reasons he'll be on his mind so much. And Will Smith oh, is, yeah. um, like Broken Home, Real Black, right? Is that the consensus? I don't know. Um. I don't know. I could be wrong don't about know. that, but I I feel like he'll be he'll be either either of the camps of like this is who I'm not on par with, or this is my same. I assume I think it's the like Will Smith is legit. Why can't I be legit? I don't know. <laughs> Why can't I be legit? <laughs> That's my third question. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are legit, Ian. <laughs> Thank you. Well. Uh, childish Gambino, uh, as I mentioned in my essay, Childish Gambino has a meaning. Childish means immature or childlike. Yeah. Gambino could mean literally anything, but I just don't know. <laughs> um, 
and uh, and Childish Gambino got his name from an online name generator. Now, earlier in the day, I placed in your inbox a link to a name generator. I a love rapper this name generator. You did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could you tell me? Well, first of all, it asks for your real name <laughs> and, yeah. your, and your like pet, your favorite childhood pet. So I'm pretty sure that your details oh, are in some I'll North rip. Korean server. Yeah. But <laughs> apart from that. Oh, they can have them. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I put in some some stuff um, and I'm really glad that one of the questions was like, how would you describe yourself or your music or something? So I just put I just put Whopper and <laughs> the best thing that came out of that. So I'll, I'll go in. Yeah, so I, I got like the, the the classics like The Real Chris and what have you. But nice. by far the, the ultimate one was Whopper Face Chris. So um, I have aggressive face, face Chris. <laughs> oh, Jack, because that's my name. <laughs> aggressive face. <laughs> and I and also, so you would have also had Whopper Man. So I had aggressive man. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have Whopper Man in my... I also have Tots Whopper. Which is pretty cool. Jackadonna and Jacka Jacka Z, I quite, actually quite like. Like, um, and then yeah, aggressive face Jack. I got um, Benormous Y. Nice. That's good. Benormous. Good. I like um, Jerry Dictionary. I got as well. I'm not sure where I got the word <laughs> dictionary from. <laughs> no idea where it's called that. <laughs> Jerry Dictionary. That's Jerry a good one. Dictionary. I got Inspector Rad. That was oh, cool. nice. Oh, cool. Um, and Radman. <laughs> Inspector, Inspector Rad is good. <laughs> yeah, they were the highlights. Go on, Ian. What did you get? So I forgot to do it, um, even though I sent it to you. But um, luckily, um, XI Lee of the podcast, um, Will, <laughs> sent a, uh, a link to mess.b <laughs> which sounds even dodgy <laughs> it looks dodgy <laughs> so it's that's the name generator that the Wu-Tang Clan yeah. Yeah. Uh, had I think which is the one that Donald Glover used to find Childish yeah. Gambino so um, I got three from there I got Unlucky Warrior Ooh. I've got Fearless Mastermind which I like mm. Or arrogant ambassador, <laughs> um, but funnily enough, uh, at the bottom—I don't know if you've gone on that website—but at the bottom of that website is more MSN nicknames. So I clicked <laughs> on that to get my MSN <laughs> nice. nicknames. Okay, and and I just got sad because I don't know if you guys used MSN. I don't know if you're no, the right I, age. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't like cool MSN. enough at the age of of MSN, but. I got home and hopped on MSN and just chat shit with people I barely spoke to in real life. <laughs> um, and, 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 and it's really sad because like in, in, in the, in the page, it's like, um, it's got the news and it's like, keep using MSN instead of, without being forced to use Skype in 2013. Oh. And then they, they, they just posted Windows Live Messenger is dead officially. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. Oh. I just feel so bad. <laughs> oh. RIP Windows Live Messenger, 1999 to, to 2013. Do, 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 do. Send in the clowns. Clowns. <laughs> Um, I also got Homer Misnomer, which I quite like. Hey. <laughs> from yeah, from the from the link that Will sent, I got Profound Demon, which is 
Ooh. <laughs> Mine was really like similar to Gambino's. Where was it? Uh, Vulgar Desperado. Ooh. That's what mm. it gave me. Mm. It's, uh, yeah, it's not as funny as Jerry Dictionary. That's for sure. <laughs> Jerry Dictionary is phenomenal. That is so good. <laughs> my, it is banned on both my 4G and my Wi Fi. So... <laughs> I don't blame them, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> You can't have Interestingly, it. I mean, this is really obvious, but if you type in Donald Glover, you get Childish Gambino. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> when, when I first discovered this, I did exactly that. I was like, huh, they're right. <laughs> huh? He's right, you know. <laughs> He's right, you know. But that means that it's ruined for any other Donald Glovers. This is the thing. Uh, so do you guys actually know what Gambino is? No. A small child in Italian. I've, I thought it was like an animal. I've heard that oh. word in... Um, that one Tarantino film where uh, DiCaprio is not very nice. You know the one. Um, <laughs> Django. I can't, Django, yeah, that's the one. I feel like they call the, the dude fighting a Gambino. Oh, oh, it's Bambino that I'm thinking. Or is that Bambino? No, I think... I might be, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's Gambino and Django. I don't know. Maybe I just got into Childish Gambino and Tarantino around the same time and have just mixed them up. I don't know. <laughs> Childish Tarantino. <laughs> Childish Tarantino. <laughs> Ballistic gel. Torso. Maybe we can have, you guys can have your first, um, your first competition, like give away like an iPod Nano to the first person <laughs> to work out whether Gambino is. <laughs> can they not just Google it? It's going to be quite easy to figure out, right? I tried Googling no, it. Out. Is banned. it actually hard to find out? Oh, that's interesting. So if you know what gambo gambino means, email gambono. Al- gambono. <laughs> and we'll e- try and buy an iPod Nano on eBay. Yeah, if you email <laughs> thealbumclub.pod at gmail.com with the answer, um yeah, we'll find some iPod. I, I know where mine is in my desk drawer somewhere, so we'll sign it and then send yeah. it to you. We'll send you Jack's iPod. <laughs> Filled yeah. with sad tunes. <laughs> probably probably back then yep still yep yeah the same (laughs) yep the same if you put in my postcode into the uh wu-tang clan (laughs) generator oh shit you get you get drunken killer (laughs) with a k and an r (laughs) which i quite like i don't like that your postcode if you want (laughs) yeah if you want to find out where ian lives you now know what the result is you now have to start searching (laughs) backwards oh yeah reverse engineering yeah i i I mean this is a 2002 website so it's probably like right there on the html (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true i felt like it just gave us random things Based on some of our... No, no, because if, if you put the thing, same thing just yeah, twice, like, it'll... Yeah. Cool. Should we do some final thoughts? Yeah. I mostly enjoyed it for a rap album. <laughs> it had enough That's hooks for me to... Enough hooks for me to get through it. So, yeah. yeah. But some <laughs> of it like absolutely like... slaps. Yeah. And was the punchline element, like, making it easier to sink your teeth into than maybe some rap albums? Maybe, but I think it was mainly the hooks that were okay. getting me through it. Like the big, the big hook in the first track. Like all of Sunrise is huge. Um, Hold you down, probably the faves throughout the album. Um, so I think it was just the hooks. So the not rap bits, I guess. But the the, the <laughs> rap bits were good enough. But yeah, um, yeah. I enjoyed. Yeah, thank you, Jack Sizzle. Um. I think the only bit that I genuinely didn't enjoy was that the 
accompaniment in kids is kind of out of time for this the last bit of it and it really frustrated me and it looped so many times um but otherwise no i really liked it like i really enjoyed it it was i was glad to have finished this album because i started it ages ago meaning to to do it and yeah it's very up my street and i'm glad i did it thanks no problem. <laughs> you say it as if you made it. I'm proud of you, Ian, for making Childish Gambinos. Yeah. <laughs> Secret album. Um, yeah, I didn't like it, but I guess I see I see the appeal. Um, and it was like, it wasn't like a waste of time. It was like an interesting experience because I was like, so like, what is this? I was so confused. I, I, don't, I don't think I'm normally that confused listening to an album and I like that about it. So I was like, what is this? Like, what what is the message here? What is he saying? And probably quite often, well, I think I just concluded that quite often the answer is no, 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 no. He's just, he's just making dick jokes and then boasting Hmm. and then being a bit insecure Mm -hmm. and he's just jumping between those. Whereas I was like, but maybe not, maybe there's more. Um, But yeah, musically it was way bolder than I expected and more boisterous Hmm. and crikey does he go on to do some wonderful, wonderful stuff after this album. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I don't know if I get to have a final thought, but I'm I'm going to take one. (laughs) <laughs> um i i feel like camp is in my for me personally as a fellow human being of three dimensions um <laughs> and I six feel, faces and six faces yeah yeah that's um, true that's Candles, true for me sa- sound <laughs> yeah. lights i'm gonna stop now baths <laughs> yeah lord of the rings quotes lord of the you rings know, he's quotes. got it all he's the full yeah. package yeah, not as aged as the Ents of uh, Entwood, <laughs> as, the, as the men of Gondor refer to it. Strange that they refer to it as Entwood, but they don't know that there's Ents in there anyway. Um, so camp <laughs> is very good, um, and I feel like I wish that the rest of Gambino was more like that, because I kind of want more of the energetic rapping, because I, I really like... Like, have you guys heard Twister? I've heard his feature on that Kanye song, Slow Jam. Which is a great one, to be fair. Which is a really fun feature, but I don't think really I'm really outside of that. So go and listen to Twister. I mean, it's another one where like you'll find loads of songs that you'll hate, but um, <laughs> just the, the rapping style. It's same as Buster Rhymes, like a really fast, energetic style. And there's some really good like um, hints of that that... Uh, Donald can really rap. He, he can really lay down some rhymes. Um, and, and it just doesn't ever, in my opinion, ever meet up to that standard. Uh, and I feel like This Is America was quite a low point for, for me, musically. Um, just oh, did fun. not did huh. not enjoy yeah. that if you If you're looking for, like, rap, yeah, then yeah, yeah just that's not, a valid point, for sure. Not my vibes at all. Not my vibes. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm nostalgic. I'm also nostalgic about Kanye, but then Jack reintroduced me to Kanye and I, and I, and I enjoyed, I'm like, I've listened to Donda like six or seven times, uh, and more, more coming. So, you know, it's, uh, I can open my mind. Um, but yeah, I, I was minds. really, yeah, my six minds. Yeah. <laughs> I was really hoping this podcast would never end, but I actually wrote on my notes, may today never end, but but here here we are. 
<laughs> it's terrifying. Well it, well, well, it was really nice to speak it to you. It was an absolute about pleasure to have you. Yeah. Many faces. <laughs> and I'm sure yes. it won't be the last, oh, 100% the last foyer of, of you in the podcast. Yeah, if you have Definitely me back, not. I'll write you another essay. Thank you. Oh, oh, sure. I'll be looking no forward deal. to it. Please. You're in next week. Um, nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but next week, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick an album. And yeah. that album is, well, you already know because I told you in the chat, but it is Jack Johnson's In Between Dreams. Oh yeah, we did already know. You have told us that. Yeah, I was like, "What is it? What is he about to say?" Because <laughs> I thought the past five weeks have been pretty hefty, so we're just gonna have something chill that you can listen yeah. to over the weekend and vibe out. Chill, chill vibes. So, chill, vibes. chill vibes. So that's what we're doing next week. Nice. Um, so yeah, uh, if you would like to find us on the socials uh, on Instagram and Facebook, it's thealbumclub.pod. Yeah. On Twitter, it's The Album Club, and you can email us at thealbumclub.pod at gmail.com to win Jack's iPod. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, Instagram's been popping off. We've got some some new content on there. Go check it out. Um, there might be a new episode of The Idiot Club out or coming out soon. Maybe. Who knows? Well, there's more. Oh, oh shit. It will never end. Oh, it'll um, never end. <laughs> I also Righty. listened to the Idiot Club, but I um I, I and I mentioned this to Jack. I'm not sure if I told you, Chris, but yeah. I, I I I refused to acknowledge that I enjoyed it because I didn't want to encourage you. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like they've it already li- done a second Literally, one. Ian's words. Like yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. He said it was like it was it was all right, and then he caveated all right with. I'm only saying all right because I don't want you to like get too big for your boots. Yeah, we don't want this to be my full time job. Um, at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like fancy. I enjoyed it, Unless. but I think you should stop. <laughs> yeah, probably should. <laughs> but I've started. I've done the prep work for episode two. <laughs> yeah, and I've I've got that in my in my iron sights in my future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank you for coming on once again, Ian. It's been an absolute pleasure and a whopper. No problem. Um, We'll be back on soon, I'm sure. Yes. um, Thank you for listening, everyone, and we shall see you next time. listening to the album club we'll be back next week with uh, with a new album to listen to i guess um catch you then <laughs>